Welcome to Promote SMB. My name is Jason. I'm your host. Today we're going to discuss business structure. Now, I've been looking at a lot of my Facebook groups and, and seeing some comments on Instagram and Twitter regarding what kind of business structure should a new business owner or startup create, whether it's a limited liability company or LLC, a sole proprietorship, or a corporation in one of its different permutations. There are a lot of different variables that come in choosing the right business structure to meet your need as a business and a business owner. So the purpose of this podcast today will be solely on choosing the right business structure for your business and for you. So without further ado, let's begin. There's an old adage that if you want to make money, you have to spend money. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't realize this when they first go into business. Some people, you know, they want to bootstrap everything they can, as, you know, as much as they can. Nowhere is this more evident than when it comes to setting up your own business structure. Now, the government recognizes a, a structure owned by a single individual that's called a sole proprietorship. The sole proprietorship is a structure where it's not considered a separate entity from the owner. Even though the, even though the business may have a different name, a trade name, all that, the owner assumes full responsibility of the business, its employees, and any property or assets accumulated over time. Now, if an individual conducts business activities but does not register as any other kind of business entity, then he or she is considered automatically as a sole proprietor. It's that simple. Now, to expand some more, business assets and liabilities are not separate from the owner's personal assets. What this means is, is that should an individual or a company sue your business, then your personal assets are also put at risk, since they're all part of the same pot. Of course, this does have serious ramifications for your business, and potentially for you. So it's a good reason to seriously consider this structure before you even choose it, especially if the business activities you engage in come with a medium to high risk. Now, that's not to say this structure isn't a good structure. If you are a blogger or you write articles for somebody, something that has a very low risk, then this structure could be an awesome choice for you. It gives you full control of your business, any revenue that comes in is automatically your income, so forth. Um, if you're just starting out as a, as a startup or an entrepreneur or a business owner, and you want to test the viability of your business idea before you make a more formal investment, then by all means, this is an awesome avenue to go. However, make sure you seek legal advice to make sure that the activities you engage in as a business are at a low risk and low liability. That way it covers your bases and if you need to choose another structure, you're more than well, you know, you have time to do it. So that's the sole proprietor. Okay, so the next structure we're going to look at is a partnership. Now, a partnership is a business structure that generally consists of two or more owners as designated under a partnership agreement 
or a partnership contract. There are two different types of partnerships that are most common. First is the limited partnership, and then you have the limited liability partnership. Both partners, regardless of type, are responsible for taxes associated with business. There are some differences between the two different types though. Now, limited partnerships usually have one general partner with unlimited liability, and then all other partners have limited liability. The partners with limited liability tend to have a restricted amount of control over the company, again stipulated under the partnership agreement or contract. Now it's important to state that this is not always the case. Some partnerships split ownership of the company between the two in a 50-50 split, meaning both partners are equally vested in operations with equal control and equal profit distribution. Now, sometimes you'll see a 60-40 or a 40-40. Splits like that generally fall, again, under the jurisdiction of the partnership agreement or partnership contract. In 40-40 splits, the other 20% is reinvested back into the company. Again, the profits, though, are passed through to the owner's personal tax returns. So depending on the split, one partner may have to pay self-employment taxes. Now, limited liability partnerships are similar to limited partnerships, but limited liability is given to every owner. So this protects each partner from debts against the partnership and prevents them from being responsible for the actions of their partners. Now, taxation, as I said, is similar to the limited partnerships. The terms of the partnership are also bound under a partnership agreement or a contract. So... Partnerships are a very common choice for businesses. Um, you'll, you'll, you see them a lot in professional firms, doctor's offices, lawyer, law firms, and for groups who want to test their business viability before formalization. So prior to choosing the structure, again, it's highly advised to draw the terms of the partnership and make sure you lay down part protections to protect the business and yourself should one partner decide to leave. Generally, dissolution of a partnership requires re-registration at the state and federal level, as well as procurement of a new federal tax ID number should you have employees. So, always seek legal counsel when drawing up these types of contracts and before making the decision to choose a particular business structure. That way it ensures that all parties involved are protected. Now, the most popular structure is a limited liability company. A limited liability company is, it, it enjoys the benefits of both the corporation and a partnership business structure. It's by far the most important benefit is the fact that there's a built-in protection from personal liability in most cases. Profit losses can be passed through to an owner's personal income tax return without facing corporate level taxation. However, members of an LLC are considered self-employed and are required by law to pay self-employment tax contributions towards Medicare and Social Security. Now, LLCs are bound by state regulations more than federal. These vary wildly depending on the state in which the business was incorporated. In some states, these entities may have limited life 
dependent on when and if it rejoins or leaves the entity. The IRS does not recognize the LLC entity and labels the, the structure based on ownership. So if the LLC has one owner, it's a sole proprietorship. If it has two, it's a partnership. The result is a mess of paperwork during tax time. Now make sure that you have accountant handy to handle your books throughout the year and to be able to handle your tax paperwork at the end of the year. It makes the process a lot easier and it really it gives you peace of mind. Now, despite the differences between the LLC and sole part proprietorships and partnerships, an LLC is a highly valuable business entity that fits most medium to higher risk businesses. Oftentimes, owners with families and assets, those who want to pay a lower tax rate than they would with a corporation, choose this particular structure. Again, a great deal of stress is relieved with this structure, and it's highly recommended by many different different places. So definitely consider an LLC. Okay, so corporations. Corporations are legal entities that are entirely separate from the owners. Thus, it can make a profit, own responsibility for its liabilities, and be taxed as an individual. The result is a structure that offers the strongest protections to its owners from personal liability, but it's offset by the cost of incorporation, extensive record keeping, operational processes, and regular public reporting. So unlike the other entity types, corporations pay an income tax on their profits. Sometimes it's paid twice, with initial profit and through shareholder dividends. Corporations are not limited to shareholder separation acquisition, meaning that the business continues undisturbed. They also have a distinct advantage when it comes to raising capital as they generate stocks. Now, corporations can be a good choice for meeting the high risk businesses, capital seeking ventures, and those ready to go public. It's important to consider where you are in terms of the business life cycle. If you're just starting out with a business idea, that has no previous traction, then this structure is not fit for you. There's a lot of paperwork, a lot of reporting, requirements you have to maintain for operations that tend to take away time from growing your business. So if you're very hands-on and you're just starting out, this isn't the type for you. Now, there are several different types of corporation entities that afford the same benefits with some variations. There are S-Corps, B Corps and closed corporations. There are also, if you work in the nonprofit sector, nonprofit corporations or 501c3s. Now, make sure you seek legal counsel before you consider this type of entity to make sure it fits the needs of your business. Make sure you consider the, where you're at in the business life cycle. If you're just getting off the ground, like I mentioned, this isn't the right, you know, the right structure for you. There are, you want to try one of the other structures before you move into this one, preferably an LLC. Now, for if you've been in business for some time and you have good profit growth and you know things are going very well and you have good processes in place, then by all means, a corporation may be the next step to continue growing your business. So, again, make sure you pay attention to the business life cycle, and we'll do another we'll do do another podcast. Uh, regarding the business life cycle to kind of give people more of a 
understanding of exactly what that is. So that's the corporation. Now, choosing a business structure can be a daunting, stressful, and sometimes confusing task. As I've mentioned throughout this podcast, it's best to seek the advice of an accountant and a lawyer who specializes in business law to get their opinions and advice regarding the decision. Both of these professionals are well-versed on the differences between the structures, which can better inform your decision. Be sure to arrange any proper legal documentation, setting up any partnership agreements, contract agreements, operational processes, whatever you want to fill out before choosing your business structure. Many times these agreements have a direct impact on the type of business structure you choose. So make sure you plan accordingly. So that's pretty much it for today. Um, I thank you all for listening and we will see you next time.